to bar fitness podcast i'm your host Dwayne, and this is bar fitness uh definitely excited to come to you bar fitness this is a podcast i started to document my fitness journey and so that fitness journey involves the awesome program of e2m and so with the awesome program of e2m we have the privilege of having clients on as well as coaches and today i have on she called herself this an oog not, not <laughs> reflect on her age or anything but <laughs> Not at someone, all. <laughs> someone has been in the program for a while. Uh, we have on my sister, Crystal. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, first, I want to thank you again for coming on the show because um, I'm learning that these fitness folks aren't like like my other world of podcasts. Everybody's not going to say yes to get on a camera. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely appreciate you doing that. Um, and, and, and I love to start the same way to give you an opportunity to talk about your fitness journey before yeah. E2M. Let's get into that. Yeah. So um, I was just one of those kids that <laughs> I knew all the things that I needed to do, but just wouldn't do them and didn't really know how to put it all together. So um, I struggled for quite some time, um, just like redefining identity and like knowing that I wanted to get rid of the weight, but trying to figure out how to do that within the places in my life that I was in. So, you know, like I knew I needed to eat right. I knew I needed exercise. I knew I needed to do that, um, but bought into so many different programs and really struggled with putting the pieces all together. Um, and I did that for a while. I got that. I got to a place. I, I've been overweight most of my life. Um, and, you know, it's so funny because you kind of hit that place where you're like, man, I wish I was back back to where when I thought I would be. But I wasn't really that big. Like, I wish I was back to that. Right. <laughs> so I'm kind of um, just in that place. Um, but my defining moment was seeing my kids and knowing that I wanted to be a role model for them. I didn't just want them. I didn't, I didn't want to be in a place where I was like, okay, we'll just do, do as I say, and, and, and don't worry about what I do. I right. want to be able to be um, a physical role model for them. And so it's been interesting because, you know, they're at an age where they're very aware and I've been very transparent with them from the beginning mm -hmm. of why I was making the moves that I was making. Um, not only for me, but also for them to be able to see so that I could leave from the front. So that was that was super important for me. Um, it wasn't just all about vanity for me, even though maybe a little tiny piece of it, to be honest, <laughs> was that sure. I just, like, <laughs> like I wanted to um, be a better me, but I just got to a place where I was tired of covering things up. You know, my mom paid good money for these teeth and this smile and the joy that's been placed in my life. But I got to a place where Covering it in really nice colors and patterns and textures just wasn't enough for my well-being. Mm. So I got in a place where I wanted to do more for me and then more importantly, um, be able to be an example and show my kids the way to go. So um, I found E2M. I saw some classmates getting fit and fine. And it was so funny because I saw them getting fit and fine first. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't really put it together because everybody was still kind of on the hush about it, I think. <laughs> and then um, and then I had um, a classmate that I truly trusted. Interestingly, and what's probably happening more so now than before, um, two years prior, I had um, a good friend that does my hair, still does my hair today. She showed me, she was like, I want you to look at this program. And she started showing me befores and afters. Um, at first, I was unmoved because I didn't see anybody that looked like me. And, you know, mm-hmm. your brain will start making excuses, right? So I didn't see anybody uh, brown like me, tall like mm-hmm. me, big mm-hmm. like me. I didn't see it. Well, I was like, well, she's probably not a mom. She's probably not working full time. She probably don't have kids. You know, I was just going on and making all these excuses. Two years, uh, a year later, I saw the, the, the high school friend or elementary school friend she posted up abs and I was like okay um let's see what's going on in here and then it was so funny because then they shortly added me to a smaller group and all my classmates were there so I was like hey it's high school all over what's going on y'all what's going on so we all got in um got to rolling in the program together and um I just came as I was um back then back then we were just hitting at maybe like a thousand members um this was two years ago um and from that point each round doubled in numbers Mm -hmm. and then um but back then it looked like everybody was going from like I would say I I would always say like flab to abs Mm. but I was at a place in a size where you know eight weeks wasn't hitting for me I mean that wasn't my case right yeah so something that I took on very quickly was that I took on the fact that this is my journey and then I needed to, to go through it as much as, as I could for me. Um, and so I think one of the things that made me, I mean, you know, I say this in a very humble way, but I think one of the things that made me like super popular was that I was transparent. Mm-hmm. I just came as I was, you know, I shared the sweat. I didn't call, um, I called the other girls that I saw. I said that they had glistening abs. I had glistening rolls. And I was proud of that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I didn't worry about the numbers on the scale. I mm-hmm. focused in on, on those textures and those fabrics and all those things that I used to try to cover things up with. And I celebrated with clothing. Um, I shared my struggles, but I always turned it into a positive twist or I always um, made it to something that we could laugh or grin about. Uh, so that was really important to me. And a lot of people took that on. So then that's when I started having people like, in my inboxes or responding to the posts and different things like that. And so it made it just a really super fun journey just while I was melting away. And then when it came down to, you know, weigh-ins, none of that really mattered to me because I had spent eight weeks day after day after day celebrating all the small victories. Um, And they just all kind of came together. So that's my E2M story. I love it so much. So, so much. Uh, So many things you said there. So many things I want to kind of circle back and you kind of touched on it twice. Um, One thing that, that I noticed um, for you talking about not seeing people that look like you, but you being transparent, like you mentioned, uh, opened the doors for a lot of people. Cause you know, when, when E2M shared your before and after, that was some of the ones that I also shared, you know, um, yeah. because, you know, the, the the brown skin tall, you know, that's, that's that 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 is a demographic that a lot of time get overlooked when it comes right. to fitness. 
you know, so yeah. uh, definitely want to give you kudos on that and, and just, you. you know, being transparent there. Um, so I always like to talk about uh, that that first week that uh, that detox week, like how was that? How was that? How did you feel? What did you go through? I mean, it's been a long time for you, but but I know I'm sure you can remember uh, that detox, detox is week. still new every eight weeks. <laughs> detox is still new. Every. Um, I'm a flu like symptom detoxer, right? Uh, so, wow. and that's probably if I'm being real, probably within the past two years, that's the only time I feel feverish. So that's mm -hmm. always been a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you'll, you'll learn quick. If you don't know me personally and you don't want to hear the positive side, don't come talk to me because right. I'm, I'm a turn it, I'm a flip it and right. I'm a turn it. But, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Every detox week is more of like a celebration for me. And mm -hmm. I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds silly. But it's more of a, a celebration for me because it brings me to reality of the occasion. Like this could this was you. Like, I, every time I start going through detox system symptoms, I'm like, Crystal, this was you every day, like mm. two years ago. Right. You were feeling sluggish. You're mm. feeling tired. You were dragging. <laughs> you were struggling. You were having headaches for no reason. Um, you know, you got sick, uh, twice, to, twice to four times out of the year. So, you know, this, this these three days, what's that? Mm. Like, what's that any, anymore? So, um, detoxing for me is always a reminder that I'm getting back to me and I'm doing the right thing. Um, so, you know, once again, you know, if you want to whine about it, like I'm going to help you through it but I'm going to tell you what actions to take so we can go ahead and move through it and then remind you how much better it's going to be on the other end. And so. I love it. Yes. That's so that's, that's a great way to look at it. Um, because like you mentioned, uh, before you get healthy, you have a lot of those symptoms more frequently for no reason. I mean, not for no right. reason because of bad health. I'd never thought to look at it like that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I could not end this interview without asking like if the bodyguard was nearby or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm a good I'm I like to be a storyteller so I started this journey I started my YouTube journey March 2020 and that was the month that everything shut mm -hmm. down for COVID so at that time I had a treadmill um three pound weights five pound weights um and all the while, my husband had been running every morning, mm -hmm. every morning, 5, 6 a.m., I was hearing his feet hit the treadmill. Right. And I simply turned over. I was like, I'm not ready for it. I ain't got time. <laughs> my thing was like, I like fun, right? I want right. to do, but I want to jazzercise. I want right. to dance. And then if I can't, if I'm not ready to do that at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm not doing it. And then I started making more and more excuses. So. Bless his heart. I always shout him out because he really waited on me. Javar was, my husband was over 300 pounds um, years ago and mm -hmm. just decided one day, I'm going I'm to drop it off. And he got up and just started running, drinking water and did it, dropped it. And even more um, impressingly, he's kept it off for all these years. So I'd say I, I share that story all the time because he really, truly just waited on me. He never mm -hmm. really pressured me. Mm -hmm. He just always said, you know, here I am, I'm available, you know, you can do this with me. 
So I would hear his feet hit the paint, like hit the treadmill every morning, right? So I told him, I was like, hey, I'm gonna do this program. He's like, okay. Of course, he's heard this before. And I'm like, well, you know, is this cost a week? And, you know, because I already had my story together, right? So I'm like, it's cost this much every week. And, you know, when you think about it, I've already spent this before. And da 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 oh, yeah. he's like, <laughs> all right. And I was like, I'm really going to do this one. He's like, all right. You know, so, okay. So then we get um, side by side. He's on the treadmill. Um, I'm doing my circuit training, um, all of this and that. And so it became a joke because, we pretty much created a gym. Um, mm -hmm. He got to a place where he didn't, he, I wanted to do cardio while he was running. And so I bought a bike um, and started cycling. Um, at first I just had like one of those little steppers. So from that point on, we built our gym. And so as I was taking sweaty selfies, he was in the background yep. or I was clowning off and dancing or whatever while he was on the treadmill listen to his playlist or whatever. And I just started making videos. And so then he's, he became the guy from the gym. And that was like the ongoing joke in the group was that like, Hey, this guy from the gym showed up again right. guy from the gym. And then even, <laughs> even in the Facebook world outside of E2M, it became an ongoing joke because the guy from the gym started taking me out on dates. The guy from the gym <laughs> started doing this. And after that, um, he got upgraded because everybody saw how serious it was between me and the guy from the gym. Uh -huh. And then he became the bodyguard. I love and then it. that kind of became a serious thing because probably for the first year, it was just me all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And then I think he caught, finally caught on that. I was pretty serious about this and started um, meeting the people at the meetups and mm -hmm. kind of started seeing the influence that we were making as a family and so then he started getting more involved. And nice. um, so then that's when he started showing up in the background all the time. And then I started calling him the bodyguard. So, yeah, right now the bodyguard is not close, but he has been um, anticipating this interview. Um, he is ready. Nice. <laughs> He's we, been we, asking about it. The bodyguard <laughs> need his own interview. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and, and just just an aside, um. I think it's important to go back to the fact that, you know, he waited for me and he allowed me to do it my own way. Yes. And not only that, he's continuing to allow me to do it my own way. And when he wants to join in bits and pieces, he does. And I think um, the only reason why I'm going back to that is because I, I, I was that spouse that was like, Hey, it's Boko. Come on. We're supposed to do it together. Like, Okay, mm -hmm. you're free. Let's go. We do together. <laughs> we make our meals together. We work out together. We do this. We do that. But um, you know, he wasn't really feeling it at first, you know, and yeah. that's fine. But I, I, I was that spouse that was really worried, like, oh, I wish we could do it together. Why can't we do it together for a little while? But after mm -hmm. that, I took hold of the community and I held on to that. And as I gained success he still sees it today and now he's such a bigger part of it. Um, sure. It's almost like he was never really missing out of it. So I just share that because I just yeah. want, you know, to possibly, you know, motivate people who are trying to like drag their, their partners or spouses on and, you know, it'll all happen in its own time. Like exactly. don't, don't pressure it. It'll all happen in its own time. Oh yeah. That's a great point. And I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, a lot of people see me and my wife and think like, we're just there together, you know, yeah. synchronized. <laughs> Not yeah. the case. Not no, <laughs> not at all. I 
I'll be on the track and Jerome try to like um grab my hand and I'm like, you got five <laughs> seconds because my hands are clammy and I'm just not feeling that. I'm trying to get this walk, you know, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah I gotta go. Right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> it's it's cute for a picture. It's cute for a picture. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't even last long. No, we it ain't, keep it ain't, it. <laughs> yeah, it ain't real life. It ain't real life. Yeah. No, that's that's legit. No, that I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, you know, because I hear it uh a, a lot from you know a lot of time it's the wife and you know the husband skeptical a lot of ladies inbox me is like can you tell my husband that he can build muscle with this program and but i was like, like nope. yeah. i can't tell him i can share right, i can't I, tell him you know exactly but uh but yeah that i, I appreciate you sharing that man because it yeah. it it, it, it has to be, like you said, their own timing, you know, it, right. you can't force anything. You can't make anybody do anything. Um, and then you don't want to, you don't want to embarrass them either in the process. That's also very yeah. important that you're patient with them and that you don't put them on blast and you know, all of that good stuff. So yeah. I really appreciate bringing that up. All right. So um, as we get ready to wrap this up, I always like to end the same way. Um, to give you an opportunity to speak to that person that's listening or watching that's thinking about joining e2m but not quite to the point of sign up signups aren't until what is it july uh or end of june so what would be yeah. your message to that It'll that person before we know it um it's time to choose you like <laughs> it's so crazy like any friend, any family member, sometimes the coworker that we just like a lot can ask us of a small favor and we're right there for them, right? Like we, without hesitation, we'll get it done, we'll do it. And then for some strange reason, when it comes to ourselves, we him, we haw, we hesitate, we're just like, eh, I'm not sure, maybe it could wait, maybe, but why? Like, why? So, mm. Um, I'll always tell people that E2M is a program that is for everyone. It's really all about timing. And even if you're going through something, it's still about timing. And the simple fact is the time factor is questioning whether it's time for you to choose yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that's the piece. It's not about, um, and, and I'm not negating anything that may occur or happen in your life, but the timing piece is not about, you know, you going through a doctoral program or who you've lost in your life or um, new jobs and careers, um, changes in relationships. Like that's not the timing piece. The timing piece is just, is it time for you to choose yourself first? Mm -hmm. Because if it is, get it done. And then if it's not, then you don't. I mean, it's just, it's very simple. Um, and I've been at this for two years now and I'll have people, they'll ask me all the time, like, well, how do you stick to it? How do you grow consistency? How, well, how do you stay so consistent? Um, I choose myself first and because for so long I didn't. Right. So like, why not today? Why not now? So that's, it's kind of one of those things where you literally have to draw your line in the sand. A small, short story. I always remember my number one goal for my first round was to complete the program. I was like, I've bought so many programs. I've done so many things, but I never saw it to the end. I mm -hmm. said, all I want to do is see all eight weeks. I want to put it the work in. And I want to say that I completed all eight weeks. I got to the last 
two weeks and I was asked to do something I was not feeling. And I was like, I don't do this. I don't eat this. I don't eat this. And I don't eat this. And I remember listening, like seeing the meal plan or seeing the live. Things have changed a lot. So don't get scared away. Things have changed a whole lot. But I'll always remember that week. And I remember looking at my husband. I was like, I don't eat this. I don't eat this. I don't eat this. He said, well, don't do it. I said, I don't have a choice. Mm. And he was like, all right, then. And that was the end of the conversation. It was, I mean, it was just like that. You know what I'm saying? He's like, well, don't do it. I said, I don't have a choice. Wow. I've placed my trust in these folks. I got to do what they're going to, what they say without question. So I was like, I don't have a choice. And I think that was, that was like a defining moment for me just within that program. And mind you, that was, year, now I can say years ago, but it was just that place where I drew my line in the sand. Right. And a lot of people have to get to that place where they they have to be there. Is the time now? Are you going to do it now? Are you either going to do it or you're not? It's just that simple. And anytime somebody tries to get in my inbox wanting to be an accountability partner, all right, so you going to do it? Right. That, that's a, I mean, <laughs> that's really all there is to it. I'm right. not, I'm not, I, and I'm not the best example of an accountability partner, but I'm not going to be like, you know, your wake up call. I'm not going to be begging you to work out. I'm not going to be reminding you to send me your pictures or your food. You're either going to do it or you're not. Yep. Um, and that's I'll so support real. whatever you want to do. I mean, so that's that's kind of how I am. I'm I'm when it comes to that, I'm pretty black and white. Like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take it seriously or not. So I think more than anything, the big question, the answer, again to answer your question, it's just a matter of timing. And is it your time to put yourself first? I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Chris, you know you gotta come back to this show. This has been sure. fun. You got you got the stories, you got the energy. Like we need a, a crystal Yay. segment. Like let's do it. <laughs> no, this yeah, was super no fun. I, I appreciate. I mean, the way that you tied it all in, uh, yeah. very good. And I I really appreciate that. I know the listeners um, definitely uh, will, will will enjoy this as well. Um, yeah. And even the folks that are watching live on Facebook, I know they're enjoying this. Uh, so this is super cool. So I always like to end the show the same way. Uh, remember first timothy 4 8 the physical body is important paul says it's okay to take care of your physical body but you also have to take care of your spiritual body because that is the body you're left with for eternity so till next time you guys god bless and we're out it's just different